There is a little rhyme I remember from childhood that was published in my first grade reader. I remember the hardback book was colored candy apple red, and it had a gold-toned merry-go-round horse on the front. The short little poem goes like this. Big and little are funny words. It makes no sense at all for little to be the bigger word and big to be so small. It's a little word puzzle for a five-year-old mind to ponder and the older adult mind to wonder, why did I remember that rhyme, for goodness sakes? <laughs> what was it that was so memorable? Maybe because I was small and I could relate to these particular words. And why did I remember the cover so keenly? I don't know. I can tell you that I feel good when I recite it as it whisked me off to a simpler moment of big and little. Clearly it stuck in my mind and today provides me with a setting to wonder about words and their meanings. In particular, I think it would be good to talk about the word love as used in these passages. The Old Testament reading is the first part of the Shema, the prayer each person of the Jewish faith is to say each day. This daily affirmation is a prayer of their relationship with God, what God did for them, and how they are to live, and their duty to pass this knowledge on to their children. It is God's commandment through the voice of Moses written down in Scripture. These are words prayed each day to reinforce stories and a relationship with God that have held a nation together since the days of the Exodus. These words state that there is only one God, not many gods, and that God requires love and worship. He is the provider of all goodness and bounty. For you who frequent this lovely 730 service, the gospel today is very familiar. Right One has this passage embedded in the liturgy of the word as we began our service today. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. We can talk about love in that godlike love of agape, or the word charity, C.S. Lewis uses the term charity as a synonym in his classic book, The Four Loves. I recommend it to you. The definition or meaning of agape is loving kindness. But as any good English teacher would tell you, you can't use the word you are defining in the definition. It's not fair. <laughs> so let me move on. <laughs> So let's examine this word love as Jesus uses it. Jesus, repeating Deuteronomy, sort of, says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength, but here's a twist, and with all your mind. He always adds a little something there. Jesus tells us how to love, not necessarily using words to define love, however. I examine the word love today only because this idea or concept of love is elusive for some people. Jesus talks of love, and in our culture the word is bandied about 
with a bit of a cavalier fashion. But of course, I'm not describing our current cultural emphasis on romantic love, or what we mean when you say, mmm, I love chocolate, or while watching the World Series, I love the Braves. <laughs> I speak of the love of God and the reflection of that love back to God by us, who are made in the image of God. Love can be defined or described in words, but the meaning is a little abstract. In a way, it's like, I know it when I see it, or I know it when I feel it. Descriptors such as feeling affection, or a deep devotion to, a profound fondness for, or a deep longing are appropriate and helpful. Like most everything about God, love can only be defined through relationship. The Apostle John states that God is love. God created humans out of love. And when God saw we needed a model of love here on earth, he sent Christ to show us what love is. Christ's love was an example of how to live in a relationship with or to love God. Jesus teaches us to love God through prayer as we repeat the Lord's Prayer and our worship together or daily by ourselves. He also shows us how to love God in fidelity, taking no other false gods and allow God to love us as we listen to him as Jesus did when he went alone to pray and to be with God away from crowds who were drawn to his magnificent teachings. The setting of today's gospel is in the temple as Jesus is moving closer to the cross. Jesus, in his love of God and for God, is obedient to God's will. Love in a relationship means loving your neighbor because love comes from God and we are in a relationship with God. Loving our neighbor is a logical part of the relationship. This can be difficult when your neighbor is annoying or uncooperative or downright mean. However, this love given to us by God is the energy or force we can use to allow that warm regard or affection to move us toward harmony. Reflecting the love that we receive from God in return makes that love of neighbor possible. Now, that doesn't mean you must be exposed to the difficult neighbor all the time. Just regard them well in your heart. Finally, and I believe this is a challenging one for many in this room, maybe, maybe not, love yourself. God loves you. Jesus loves you. We know this because God gave us Jesus and for you, and he died so that we can be reconciled to God. We also have the Holy Spirit sent to guide us and inspire us. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself like you would be kind to a good friend. Regard your needs as important. How would Jesus treat you? How would Jesus be with you in your everyday life, in your own suffering, and in your joy? That's a good model to think of when we think of loving ourselves. 
Think of today's gospel reading as a form of a trinity, this relationship of love, God, neighbor, self, this love whose source is God, internalized within our heart and soul and displayed in witness to our own community, our neighbors. It's a testament to the world of how to live with one another and not just exist, but to thrive. This week, I encourage you to take a few minutes to ponder the meaning of love in your life and what it means to have a loving relationship with God. And while you do that, maybe take time to ponder how your relationship with God can strengthen the love you have for yourself and how that love can, in turn, strengthen our love for one another.